here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Robin McCarron. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! <laughs> You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Rob McCarron and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. All right, hello everybody. Rob McCarron here. It is Shake Them Ropes episode 74. It is our WWE WrestleMania 31 reaction show live at shakethemropes.com. Jeff Hawkins is here as per usual. Jeff, hello. How are you tonight on this WrestleMania Sunday? Doing all right. Anyone getting a DUI, you think? Uh, eh, maybe later. <laughs> maybe later in the San Jose area, possibly. It's uh, oh, well, hopefully well. not. Hopefully all is good. I don't Plans- want... Plans do indeed change, don't they? I don't want anyone to get a DUI. Uh, mm. We will be taking calls uh, in a bit at 260-494-3811 or on Skype. The Skype name is Let's Say Things. We're going to wait a little bit to take calls. We're going to do that probably around 11.20, 11.30 time. So keep listening. And when we open the lines, we will have your flood of calls or one or two, whatever the case may be, as we have WrestleMania to talk about. And boy, at the end of the day, this was not only a newsworthy show, it was... What exactly as I predicted, I think a very fine show, but there's a lot to talk about, Jeff. What's the topper? What's the number one thing? The most important thing coming out of WrestleMania 31, do you think, would be what? The fact that Brock resigning made them change the finish of that main event, I'm fairly certain. And that and that Seth Rollins walked out the champ. So you think that was not the plan until a week ago? I don't think it, well, it might have been the plan just to keep Brock on good terms in case he did resign. That might have been the plan. I, I can fully, okay, let me change it. The top story is, of course, Rollins is the champ. Rollins is <laughs> the champ. Rollins go. is the champ. There you go. Let's, Seth let's Rollins be, keep the, it simple, stupid. He's the WWE World Heavyweight Champion winning a match that he was not a part of originally. Nope. That's right. Seth Rollins, a man not advertised for the main event of WWE's biggest show of the year, won it. And not only that, but he comes in. This is a scenario that I think people had been clamoring for, or at least predicting for a long period of time, not just with this match, but with any match, where someone would, you know, cash in the briefcase during an ongoing title match. Not after, not before, not well before, so you can advertise it. Seth Rollins cashed in during the main event. And instead of Brock Lesnar now being a part of two matches... Like the Roman Reigns match is still going on, but now he's got this little inner match with Seth Rollins. No, it's just a triple threat match. He was mm-hmm. in placed in an already ongoing match. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's WWE. It's fiction. And they it, can do whatever well, they want. No, but it makes sense because, of course, Seth Rollins took a lot of credit for all the damage he did in that first triple threat he was in in the, in the Royal Rumble. Yep. So there so you come, go. So come in. You continuity. Know. I like it. I like continuity. I'm, I'm a not writer. saying I hate it. I'm just saying it's interesting. 
that they would do that because now you kind of lock yourself into it. Not that they were going to do this, you know, in the future. Not that much. You don't lock yourself into it that much and you protect the two guys you want to protect. A lot of news coming out of the show. Not only is Seth Rollins the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion, not only did he pin hashtag keep Roman strong, mm-hmm. new hashtag keep Brock strong. Yes. WWE officially killed WCW tonight. John Cena <sighs> won the WWE Linear Championship tonight. That sting thing we're doubling back on, you know that. But continue. And Brock remains unpinned. We had a, we had a fairly serviceable Divas tag match. A fairly serviceable Divas tag that I would be stunned if it got more than four minutes. I wasn't paying too much attention to the time. It felt very quick. Let's see. They crowned a new hot superstar in the big show during that Royal Rumble or during well, their battle royal. We'll we'll run down this card. <laughs> and this is why I'm interested in calls later. Believe me, tweet at us at Shake Them Ropes. We will read uh, feedback throughout the show if you don't want to call in. Call in later. Let's say things. If you're not a Skype uh, um, friend User. or yeah. Skype contact yet, you'll have to add us first, which is fine. Let's say things all one word. Or call us, 260-494-3811. All the information is at shakethemropes.com slash contact, so you can go there if you're unfamiliar with what I'm saying right now, as I'm still recovering from this cold that I've had all weekend, because I'm always sick at WrestleMania weekend, which is excellent. Um, But we have a lot to talk about. We may as well run down, I think, the entire card here. Wait, Rob, you know, we have to talk about Ronda Rousey, you know, because she's a star. Ronda Rousey appeared on the show. You know. Uh, some, uh, Some possible setup for WrestleMania 32 happened on this event. Uh, a lot of things, but let's uh, let's <laughs> we'll we'll talk about all this. <laughs> I'm coughing and dying. I t- this oh, may be my see, last ever show see, because you're I'm dying. Coughing, I, you're coughing. I'm talking about Ronda Rousey. Who are we together? Three hundred one oh. keeps calling in. I'm sure it's a familiar <laughs> caller and someone who's usually calling for us, but obviously not listening to the live feed. I apologize, three hundred one, but it's not call in time yet because I have a lot to say. Okay. And the one thing I will say is I was hyping <laughs> up on this show. That WrestleMania 31's card on paper was better than WrestleMania 30's card on paper going into the events. I was 100% categorically right. There no. Were, there were some naysayers out there who yes. were proven wrong again tonight. No. Yes. No. Proven wrong. I'm not allowing feedback. I will cut your mic right now. Not allowing feedback. I was 100% correct. And at the end of the day, this was a better WrestleMania from top to bottom than WrestleMania 30, which was an excellent show in itself. But this show topped it no feedback required we may as well end the show right now the show was excellent wrestlemania 31 but uh yeah that's my that's my feedback jeff and you obviously disagree strongly disagree what are we going to be talking about from this show next year this time possibly the rollins match that's it that's the list we're still talking about stuff from 30 we'll talk about yeah we're talking about daniel bryan we're talking about we're talking Brock because it was Undertaker. newsworthy. We're talking about the Undertaker getting beaten. It was newsworthy. Hey, if Undertaker's on the show next year, we're going to be talking about Bray and Undertaker. Not only for the fact that some people think Bray Wyatt should have won, but also for the fact that Undertaker's starting a new streak. There's nobody on earth who thought that Bray was going to win that zero. match. There are There's people no... who thought Bray was going to win that match. No, there, yes, there were. there really were. Half of the previewers at VoicesOfWrestling.com picked Bray Wyatt to win. You're kidding. Nope. Huh. Bray Wyatt had a shot to win that match. Uh, okay. Let's do the preview before we start getting to the real meat of the order with WrestleMania 31. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyson Kidd and Cesaro retained their tag team titles in a four-way. That was an excellent match. I actually thought this was a better match for those, few, match. For those few who saw Wrestle Kingdom 9 that are listening right now. 
The junior oh. tag title match on that show was highly praised. This match was better tonight at WrestleMania 31. Wow. Really? It was. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I thought, it was. I thought it was a great match. I mean, it might have been the match of the night. Things made sense. There was, yeah, absolutely. No, this this was a very good match. Um, I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed it heavily. Yeah. Natty looking fine in that outfit, whatever it was. Natty looking. Putting, the, putting that stupid bowl in the sharpshooter, I'll take that. All the guys worked really, really hard and did a lot of flying things. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I mean, I, I loved the opener. I, I thought, I mean, I wish it had been on the main card. And I wish it had gotten a little more time, to be honest with you, but... You know, I gave this one three and a half stars. I really liked it. I, really I don't did. give I don't give star ratings. Yeah, that's why I, I'm saying I, mine. I, I liked it guy. or I hated it. Yes, I which liked is fine. It. I'm going to give star ratings tonight. Why not? I liked it though. Uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, excellent Battle Royal. The Giant, of course, won. Big show. Sorry, I'm in the WCW theme tonight, mm. and we'll get to that part. But the Giant won the Battle Royal. I think a lot of people groaned. Here's the thing about this Battle Royal: is the big show. This was a match. The Big Show eliminating all the crowd favorites was the heat spot. Now, I thought that meant Miz Dow was going to win and we were going to have a cheerful moment at the end and it would have been really cool. But the Big Show is a 20-year vet who's highly underrated, I think, for a career who goes out there and does bumps that a guy his size probably isn't doing at his age. And you know what? Give him a win on the pre-show, for Christ's sake. No one's going to care about this Battle Royal again anyway. Cesaro won last year. No one cared. If you're just going to make it to where it's something that doesn't matter... May as well have Big Show win, because honestly, I think it makes the match matter more than Miz Dow winning. Like I think you're, you're... No. No, if your if, idea is to build up this match as a potential thing that's going to go year after year after year, Big Show's probably the guy who should have won this one. He really is. I don't mind giving Big Show a win. I don't mind giving Big Show a win at WrestleMania. I don't mind giving Big Show a win on the pre-show. I mind giving him a, a win in a battle royal, because a battle royal is systematically a guy overcoming the odds to win. You create new stars in battle royals, or at least that was old school thinking, so to speak. And then, you know, just the way they booked it, I didn't... You killed the New Day dead, pretty much. You killed the Ascension dead. The only two two guys that really got great spots out of this in terms of longevity spots, Ryback and the Big Show. Atami, yeah. I called the Atami spot where he just gets thrown, punched and thrown out like a geek. You called a couple of things on the show. I did. Almost, and almost even more things where I was telling people on Twitter, I would quit, shake them ropes. Because I saw you were that. Too right. I saw that one. Yeah. No, I, I, my cynicism sometimes comes in it handy. Comes in handy. Yeah. Uh, but, but you know, I mean, it was like, you could have made something out of Atami here a little <laughs> bit more. I, I get that a couple guys had a couple of really cool spots in there, but at the end of the day, Ryback got a lot of eliminations, and the Big Show won. You're not going to remember the Mizdow turn, and you could have made Mizdow actually something. You'll probably remember the turn, I think. They'll remember the turn, but at the same time, he's where's he going from this? Nowhere. And that's basically what they're telling you. And instead of giving him a chance again, like they they did the same thing when he had the briefcase. They did the same thing when he had a briefcase. Here and I am, know, and I have the feeling I'm going to be a super positive guy, but let's be honest. It's Damian Mizdow. Okay? I get that. Okay. I get that you're being super positive here about it, and it's fine. But at the same time, we have to think of the big picture here. And they constantly complain about not having new stars, whoa, 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 and they whoa, never whoa, give guys. And I'm, no, whoa, no, 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 no. Don't whoa. cut me off because I'm I gotta, not. I got to cut you off on this one because. I'm not saying that he's a star. Okay. Good. I'm saying. You can make him something more than he is now. You can definitely and you do can't, that, yes. And you can't do that now because 
he's going to be back to feuding with the Miz on Monday. Let's let's take it from the other side. The other perspective on this battle royal is the fact that the Big Show finally wins a battle royal in WWE, and every single battle royal that Big Show is in in the last fifteen years, the knock has always been, you know, Big Show should be the favorite. He's the biggest guy, but he never wins. If you want to build credibility with giants being the best in battle royals, at some point you got to have one win. And Big Show okay. did. Well, you know, I mean, I like the Cesaro tease. I thought that was well done. Um, but, you know, I kind of, you know, Big Show doesn't need a rub right now. Yeah. I, He's always going to be a big guy that that's, that's, you know, let his arrogance get the better of him again. And then, you know, you can do something with that. But NXT star Hideo Itami was in. He got an elimination. He got some face time. But then, of course, he was knocked out by Big Show. I'm, I'm fine with the Battle Royal. I gave it two and a half stars because it was, you know, it's average. But at the same time, I'm not at all discouraged by the Big Show well, winning this match. Also, Heath Slater is a national treasure. Heath Slater's I'm great. just going to say that. Heath Slater is great. Yeah, he really <laughs> is. He really is. Uh, Ryan Allen on Twitter says, I thought this WrestleMania was great. No real first downs to me except for Sting losing. Or no real letdowns, I should say, except for Sting losing. Mm. Um, Alan Blackstock on Twitter says, great show. No standout matches tonight. But he's listening to Shake Them Ropes now, so welcome, Alan. I like Alan. Welcome, um, Alan. Yes. But you know what? I I I I thought for sure that Big Show winning and making him strong like that meant that Roman was going to win. I thought for a sure. Of, I, I think a lot of people did, but I was I didn't understand how people can correlate the two. I mean, I guess I can understand because that's because you make him a legitimate is, but... the, because in because in the WWE's mind, him beating all those guys and makes him a legit contender because he's beaten most of the roster, so he should be yep. next. But Big Show's yeah. not going to Reigns. No, well, he might now. No, Big Show's not going to Reigns. It's just not happening. Not. Um. We go on to the actual start of WrestleMania. It was the ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. Daniel Bryan, as unanimously, uh, I think, predicted by us on Shake Them Ropes WrestleMania preview, Daniel Bryan is the new Intercontinental Champion. So now the Intercontinental Championship headlines the Daniel Bryan Tour on house shows. D. Bryan is your new champion. I thought this was a crazy spot fest as every lat- uh, ladder match tends to be. Um, it was fun. I was watching this match with a casual fan, and it we were talking about this match, Jeff, and the fact that we used to be able to you know enjoy these crazy spot fests. We used to love the demolition derby aspect of these matches, but now with concussions being a big thing, and now with health and safety being the you know a big thing on the forefront in mainstream sports, not just WWE, is you start turning from oh that's crazy I love this to oh I hope everyone's okay I can't believe they're doing this. And I wonder if that's starting to hurt matches for some in the viewers' minds because they're thinking more of the health and safety than just enjoying the spot fest aspect of this one. And Jeff, are you there? Did we lose Jeff? We lost Jeff on the uh, show here, so I'm going to have to disconnect him and get him back because we all know we have to have important opinions from Jeff Hawkins. So I'm going to bring him back here. Jeff, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. I don't understand that, but okay. All right, so uh, did you hear everything I was saying about the ladder match? Yeah. Okay, well, what are your opinions on the ladder match, and what are your thoughts about the health and safety versus the demolition derby aspect? No, I I definitely agree. I think, uh, you know, in some aspects, it's true. We, we, we kind of cringe over the health of everybody, but at the same time, I think, you know, it it's the Intercontinental title. I, I enjoyed this. Dean, of course, Second ladder match I've seen him where he takes the big bump. 
Crazy Bums too. Well, almost everyone did. What did Stardust do? Stardust just hung out Stardust, at the end. No, Stardust did, did that huge superplex off of the That's ladder. Right. Oh, That's my right. God, that was... Um, I appreciate I appreciate his Mr. Sinister getup. Someone corrected me on that. I originally said Apocalypse, but uh-huh. it's, it was Mr. Sinister. I thought that was kind of a cool touch. Uh, Harper wasn't as nuts as I thought he might be, uh, and I'm happy about that. And I, I think you're right. I think they're they're a lot safer now. Um, I think we have to kind of retrain ourselves to not have as hardcore as we'd like so that when it is actually hardcore we're impressed it's a lot like blood when you put it out like when brock bled tonight it was something so that's that's a good thing um it was definitely something i enjoy i enjoyed this match quite a bit i thought dolph i thought all the guys we thought were really good were really good in this match Mm -hmm. uh wade actually looked better than i thought he did um no i I, and you know our truth our truth at his age doing doing somersault flips over the top rope. Got to give him props for that. He's you know? an athlete. He's an athlete. And, uh, you know, I, I like the Brian win. I thought the promo later in the show wasn't very good, but other than that, I like the win. Yeah. Amazing. You're, I mean, we, we, we joke about it. And I thought Daniel Bryan getting the IC title might be the change. Yeah. Of it. But you win the intercontinental championship and immediately go into the geek legend segment. Which yeah. I think a lot of people I, sometimes, you know, here I am going to be Mr. Positive Guy on the show. And Mr. Positive Guy would say, oh, it's a legend backstage segment. Just enjoy it for the comedy of it. But Santino is the one who should be in the Ron Simmons damn segment, not the I, new headliner of your house show tour. Yes. No, definitely. Uh, we had uh, so he won the Intercontinental Ladder match. Randy Orton, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins. Was. You know, I had overhyped this match, I think. I thought it was going to be super excellent. It didn't really disappoint me. And what, in fact, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. And if you have comments and you're listening on the live stream at ShakeThemRopes.com, I want, to, I want to hear your thoughts on this too at ShakeThemRopes on Twitter. Did these early matches being in broad daylight hurt anything for you? Because it was really bright. Yes. It was very, very bright. Brighter than I remember Orlando being, or was it Miami? Wherever they were in Florida when they were open air, it was yeah, really, they, really bright. Well, they were still East Coast then. So, I mean, right. yeah, no, doing doing a WrestleMania on the West Coast, and it did this. It, the same thing happened with me with the Vegas yeah. It was so uh, weird WrestleMania. Watching, oh, yeah, it was so weird watching Orton and Rollins there in broad daylight. And part of it was the fact that Randy Orton wore his red trunks, so he already looks weird. Then he wore his elbow pads, mm-hmm. looking like Batista out there. Um, I thought the match was good, but everyone's going to be talking about the finish of this one. Finish was great. Uh, the match was okay. I thought Seth was really good in this match, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Um, just I mean, that that the moonsault where he killed his back going into that table. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but uh, no, it was a fun match, and it was uh, perfectly serviceable. And, uh, and of course, you know, Seth loses... My reasoning was Seth loses and then cashes in later. So, yeah. And and that is uh, what happened there. Um, Mm -hmm. We have comments on Twitter to the sunlight debate. Amplified to rock on Twitter says the sunlight absolutely took away from the big show feel, particularly on Triple H's entrance. Yes. Right after that, Alan Blackstock says the brightness didn't factor in it for me, made it good different. So it was different, but a good different. I think it's just difficult, especially in a show that's so reliant on video boards and fireworks 
and smoke and things of that nature is when you do it in the daytime, you lose a lot of what makes that. And also, you know, all big events, it seems, happen in the evening mm-hmm. and, and under the lights. I mean, it, it's it's kind of like watching a daytime Super Bowl. Yeah. That's always weird for me as well. Yeah. So no, you're right. Um, yeah. By the way, I gave uh, three stars to the IC ladder match. I had uh, four and a half for this Randy Orton, Seth Rollins, because I think the story was excellent. I loved the high spots that they were bringing out. Uh, it just flowed. There was nothing that was messed up. I, li- I like the interference that played a part in it to it, because J&J, let's be honest, they were going to interfere. It's part of the story. Uh, I, I really like this one. Like This is where I think people are going to say, eh, he's probably a little too positive. Maybe a maybe, little too positive on this. Maybe one. a touch. I could, you know, in in big matches at WrestleMania, I can do with a lot out a lot of the interference. I really I, could. And speaking of Seth Rollins, and of course we're talking about the main event in just a moment too with this. But Joe Gagne on Twitter brings up an excellent point. Okay. During the buildup for this match, at one point I think it was on NXT in a promo Randy Orton was giving, and maybe they brought it up on Raw too. Roman Reigns was calling himself the first NXT. Uh, alumnus to be in a WWE world title match, or he was going to be the first NXT alumnus to win the WWE world title. Yeah. And I, I think I responded. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. How about well, that? Well, no, 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 no. Daniel <laughs> Bryan wasn't in this NXT. So okay. Daniel Bryan doesn't count, but who won the title tonight? Former Is NXT that... champion, Seth Rollins. Seth yes. Rollins not only took the WWE title away from Roman, he took being the first NXT to win the title away from Roman. I don't think they're going to mention that, but that'll be interesting. Yeah. It's just one of those things where they brought it up once. If you're one of those who likes to say, oh, subtle tease there, maybe it was. Maybe it was. <laughs> All I can think about now is Seth Rollins on the Today Show tomorrow morning. I think that's going to be fascinating. Was that the deal that the new champion would be on the Today, on the Today Show? Yes, and that's why I thought there's no way they're putting Brock on the effing Today Show because he's already he acerbic and cranky. I don't think he's no. going to be good in the morning, but you, Roman I could see. But he now Seth Rollins, he would have been Rock? the best one to be on the Today oh, Show. Brock, TV. no, Brock would have been great on that fourth hour with like Kathy Lee and Hoda just drinking. Who can be? Awesome. Who wouldn't be? Oh God, I'd yes. be great on that. Oh uh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I'm great everywhere. I'm great every- except now because I'm coughing and I'm sick. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> Uh, we had uh, the most interesting match, most interesting match on the show. Somewhat going in and definitely coming out. Sting, mm-hmm. the WCW flag bearer, who JBL calls the biggest star in a company full of stars. Against the game, Triple H, defending the honor of the winner, WWE, against this radical who keeps coming in. Not realizing WCW is dead. Stay away, Sting. This match featured the NWO. Sting's biggest rivalry in WCW came out to help him tonight. The, com- the group that wanted to kill WCW, who succeeded, comes out to help WCW's flag bearer, Sting. But aside from that, still thought it was excellent. And of course, he had the DX entrance. And this is what they got Shawn Michaels to do this year, is superkick Sting. Whole bunch of hullabaloo. Without the hullabaloo, it was still a pretty good match. But I think the opinions are going to differ on whether the interference helped or hurt this match. I am on the positive side where it helped. Where are you on this one as far as the interference goes? Hurt. It was a perfectly fine match. It was going quite well. And then (laughs) all Triple H's friends got to come down. 
Um, and also we got to relive the Monday Night Wars all over again. And we got to him to spike the football. I called this three weeks ago, or even longer, when they first made this match. They're not letting Sting go over. Yeah, They're not you, letting Sting go over. They're not letting Sting go set. over. And everybody and everybody's like, no, no, Jeff. No, that can't be. Hunter always puts the guy over on WrestleMania. No, no. Look at his win-loss record. No, no. They never just bring him in just to have him lose. Yeah, but that was 10 years ago. He lost to Booker T at WrestleMania 19. What was that, 2003? We're talking 12 oh, years ago now. No, Booker T lost to him. That's what I meant. said. Triple H. Oh, yeah. Oh, Triple H beat Booker T. That's what I meant. Yes. Triple H yeah. beat Booker T. That's right. That's what I meant. But uh, you were right. No, you called this one. You were dead. You were steadfast on it. And the way they did was just the worst way to me. I mean, it's, it was just, oh, God. I just, okay, let them, even if you're going to beat them, let them win clean. I, I just, all the all the distractions and stuff like that. I'm sure it was nice. If I were 10 years younger, I probably would have loved this, but I'm not a big, I'm not a big DX NWO guy. So, you know, it's kind of. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I just it it just it took away a lot from the match for me. I thought it was a perfect. I thought Sting was looking really good up until all the interference. To be honest with you, I thought yeah. it was fine. Uh, we have a caller on the line three zero one area code. Your name and where are you calling from? Hey guys, this is uh, Ring of Dragon, formerly known as Mark Out for Tacos. Hi, Mark Out for Tacos. What can we do for you? Hey guys, what's going on? I gotta say, man, I'm about five times more impressed than I thought I would be a few days ago. That's right. This WrestleMania delivered, didn't it? You were right, and you were right about the whole thing about mm-hmm, you was. were saying that it was going to be better than last year's, and That's right. you know. That's right. I'm glad this is our first right. caller. Sean. It's not better than last year's. It is. Not only was it better oh, going come in, on, dude. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. It was better than last year's. I think so. Not only was okay. it better going in, but it was okay. better coming out. And there you have the proof. I think, as, I think as an overall, I mean, you didn't have that one standout match, but as an overall, it was a pretty damn complete WrestleMania. Yeah, what was what was the winner as far as match of the night? What was the thing you were most interested Man, in? Man, ah, that that that's tough. I mean, that's tough. Uh, so many to choose from because of the stack card. I'll have to give the slight edge to Orton and Rollins. Hmm. All right, yeah. Hey, I think yeah. I'm with you because I rated that the highest. That was my overall match of the night at the end. And and as far as staying in Triple H, man, I, you know I'm. Like other people say, you know, I hated the ending. It didn't make no damn sense. And Jeff was right about the whole damn thing the whole Woo-hoo! time. And it, nobody, I, I mean, I thought with, uh, I thought Sting and Cena went in with the two uh, sure, sure bets of the night. And, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened there. I mean, I don't, I, Sting just wasted his time as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. Well, I, I want to thank you, Mark Out for Tacos slash at Ring of Dragon for the call. Don't let him go. Don't let him go. I have a question for him. Okay. What What sure. do you think of the What was your thoughts on the Battle Royal? That's what I want to hear. Oh, bored me shitless. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A man who a man who no longer has any shits because of the Battle Royal. Why do I ask these questions? <laughs> I always get these responses. I get DUIs and bored shitless. <laughs> because, Jeff, you're bad at radio. Oh, That's God. why you ask these questions, because you're bad. I was going to cut them off, and you just had to keep them on. But I'm great at prognosticating. Anyways. No, because you got one right. Who was the overall winner of the war? Rob McCarron got the whole thing right. You shut it. Just so, uh, Give us your star rating. Four. Four for Sting and Triple H. Alan Blackstock on Twitter says uh, the interference helped. It made it memorable. 
although he was shocked that Hogan was marginalized or he uh, marginalized himself. Well, by... let me let me go ahead. It's memorable for a certain generation of wrestlers. I mean, a certain generation of fans. I get it. If you were if you came in and were watching the Attitude Era slash Monday Night Wars, you loved it. If you were one of those fans who go, hey, I haven't seen, seen Sting in a while because you didn't watch TNA and you got a little nostalgic, so you bought the WWE Network, basically Vince pissed in your face. I mean, there's no other way to put it. It's basically you want to see a guy you kind of liked from when you, way back when and you came to watch it and then you watched him lose. Congrats. Yeah, you did watch him lose. Yeah, that was I mean, thing. you watch it. Hey, you know, I, I don't know what the overall story is. I think, you know, put heat on Triple H. Maybe it was in part to get the rock thing over. But at the end of the day, who's the oh, one no. who's sticking around? It's Triple no, H. No, 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 it, no. It, 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 yeah, Triple but H. it was but no, it was Vince spiking the football. I get it. I mean, it's not the, no big whoop, but still, it's just eh, what a waste. Yeah. You know, I think just singing Sting in there was the story at the end of the day. So I'm fine with Triple H winning. Dude, off the top rope he's in his mid 50s that's pretty awesome Looked i good. mean didn't wear yeah. a shirt in the ring didn't blow up didn't blow up he was completely oh. fine completely fine i was happy with his performance to be honest with you up until the interference uh, the phone lines are open 260-494-3811 on the phone or skype at let's say things uh, you can call in and give us your thoughts on the card the main event all the big surprises everything that happened on this one john on twitter says he missed the lights darkness essentially to sting a taker, why entrances, presentation is a key to sports entertainment. Agreed. The, enter, the entertainment of sports. We have a caller on the line, Danny. Danny, you're on the line on Shake Them Ropes. Your overall <laughs> thoughts of WrestleMania, your favorite match of the night? Overall, I thought it was a uh, pleasant surprise. Everything, it was entertainment. You know, some matches could have gone better, but pleasant, I do want... Pleasant surprise. <laughs> Listeners. <laughs> I know, Shake I'm them sorry. ropes weekly. I told you what to look for, and what happened was exactly what I told you what to look. For. I'm very disappointed. That's, I'm glad oh. you were pleasantly surprised because I think a lot of people were out there, and it was but, a good show. But I well, wish about, you guys, I wish yeah. you guys would listen to me. But the you know the most surprises like uh, Rusev entrance, it was incredible. Five, yeah, yeah. Like like I just thought like uh, Lana and they're doing like army people just march down to ring, and Rusev comes out at behind them, but he comes out in the tank. Like I have, I never laughed so hard. This guy, he shouldn't, he shouldn't have lost, man. It, it made me regret not trying out to be a soldier. It like, did. It would have <laughs> been way better if like uh, if like a like a like a Ford car the the tank ran over because the ultimate insult to America. But man, you you, you know what would have been great if Nikolai Volkov had been the one singing the anthem. <laughs> There you go. So there you go. John Cena entered to WrestleMania 23 in a Ford Mustang, I think, wasn't it? It was a Ford That's, or something. Yeah, Mustang, yeah. Let Cena come in first. In oh a Ford my again. God. Let oh, Rusev oh, come in next, oh, and the tank crushes the Ford. Oh, goosebumps. Oh, I did, what could I did have like, been? I did like that little heel touch of Rusev saying, you intro me first. I thought that oh, was great. Yeah. yeah, I saw people on Twitter saying, don't you know the champion should be second? No, Rusev didn't want to wait. He's more <laughs> important than John Cena was his that, thing. That and Rusev came off the top rope, which I think I also called. Yeah. But go, yeah. <laughs> so entrance of the night was the biggest deal. Uh, do you have a match of the night, or was it Rusev and Cena? Um, no, it was Rusev Cena, but like match night, nothing really stood out. You know, nothing was everything was pretty even playing field for yeah. me. So. Oh, well, very good. I, I appreciate the call, Danny. I'm glad you enjoyed WrestleMania. I think everyone uh, so far we have two callers. 
and everyone has enjoyed WrestleMania, so I'm very happy at that fact. Uh, I enjoyed WrestleMania. I didn't say I did. Oh, I no, just no, didn't no. think it was the better two of than us, last year. The two of us did, but I think that's okay. a common theme that I'm hearing so far. I'm seeing it on Twitter in our timeline, at Shake Them Ropes. I'm seeing it on the calls so far, is okay. that while there was no standout match, there was no Daniel Bryan versus Triple H on this show. Right. It was quality from top to bottom, and that was my point going in. Not, I'm trying. I'm not really trying to harp on this, but it goes with the theme of the show. Is you didn't have one standout match, but you had quality in our one, two, three, and four. Um, we'll see if we can be three for three on callers enjoying the show. Uh, Warren Taylor is on the line. Warren, hello tonight on WrestleMania Sunday. Your favorite match of the show was what? Well, guys, I can go. I can go and make it three for three. I had a lot of fun watching the show and enjoyed it. And enjoyed it. My favorite match was the main event, and I, the reason why is I thought it was laid out very, very well up mm-hmm. until the cash in. Well, let me ask I, you this. Let me ask. Let me ask you both this. All right. Okay. <clears throat> speaking of the main event, we'll still keep going match by match in the show. But speaking of the main event, right? If you were a star rating person, mm-hmm. are you rating the singles match and then the triple threat match? Are you rating it the whole triple threat match by itself? Or the entire match is won. Because let's face it, there was a singles match. Then suddenly, a new match began. Go ahead, Wayne. And it was a triple threat. Or Warren, sorry. Warren, what do you think? I, actually, I rated it actually as one match because it never really stopped. So that's just, I'm going with logic on that. Brawling yeah. just got himself added into the match. Yeah. I, I would I would also rate it as, it's one complete story. It's a presentation. And, 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 it's and, wrestling. And, and, and the story has continuity to yeah. it. So, yeah, no, I, I do the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I I really like the main event. And we just we're getting people on Twitter saying the main event was the standout match. Like people really like that. I'm wondering if it's because of the surprise of Seth Rollins winning. Um, you know, the crowd was surprised. They didn't even know how to react when Seth Rollins came out. Well, it's interesting because they told the story I thought they wanted to tell with Roman anyways, which was he took he he took more of a beating than Cena and kept coming back, and he took the same number of F5s as, or more than The Undertaker and kept coming back. He did. So they were, the, the point was to make him a star, just not put the belt on him. He took more F5s than The Undertaker took, too. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. And they succeeded, and I'll be honest oh, with did you, I? The, imagery of a, the imagery of a bloody Brock taking all those Superman punches and staggering around like Apollo Creed at the end of Rocky One was great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It took a bunch of Superman punches, and he still wouldn't go down. He was going to hurt, you know, Roman again, and then Seth Rollins comes out. It was amazing. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, and even then, you know, he's going for the curve stomp, and Brock just catches him. I mean, you gotta you gotta give Seth Rollins some credit. That guy's got some amazing agility. Oh, it's it's excellent. I mean, we talk about the finish, the the curb stomp into an RKO in the Randy Orton match was amazing. That. It was that was probably the best spot I've seen in a long time. There are going to be a, a lot of moments. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of moments on this show that people are going to look back on, and I think a year from now, two years from now, people will be like, "Oh, that was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. I, I loved when the NWA came out. I loved when DX came out. Oh, Shawn Michaels super kick Sting. Oh, we had Seth Rollins coming out for the win. We had John Cena. And we had the Tank. This is a show full of moments. You know, it this was, wasn't this, was, this wasn't just one moment. Warren, I want to. I want to thank you. Oh, go ahead, Warren. Yeah, finish up. I was going to say one thing because I think you guys will appreciate this. What would have made the entrances to Cena Rusev better is if Cena came out in the Lex Express. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, or, or sometimes you know a big giant bus with America written on it. That would be excellent. That would be excellent. I think. 
eating uh, apple pie. Yes. And uh, yeah, that would be excellent. Warren, thank you so much for the uh, for calling in tonight. Three for three so far. Uh, there is a reason, by the way, that I'm taking all these calls now, because the next match we have to talk about is the Divas tag. So I don't think anyone's too upset that we're interrupting the rundown uh, for calls right now. Uh, but we do. We, we have another call on the line. Two, eight, one area code. Your name. Where are you calling from? Um, hello, this is Chris Gary. I am calling from the Houston suburb of Dickinson, Texas. Dickinson, Texas. Hey. On the line. Absolutely. How is it going there in Dickinson, Texas tonight? Well, everything's going all right. I mean, we're close to the Gulf of Mexico, but at least we're not drowning. <laughs> That's a plus? I'm glad, I'm glad you're not drowning. Huh? If you were drowning and calling into the show, I think your priorities would be a little messed up. So I'm glad everything is okay in Dickinson. What I want to know, though, yeah, your favorite match huh? of the night tonight, your favorite match of the night tonight, and overall, oh. was WrestleMania a positive experience for you? Go ahead. Well, well, to be honest, my favorite match of the night, actually, my favorite match of the night was the Sting Triple H match because yeah. of everything that happened when it came down to the NWO and DX members coming out, even though Shawn Michaels and Triple H both qualify as members of DX and the NWO, and the ending of the match, I mean, it was just crazy. The whole match was crazy throughout, but as far as WrestleMania is concerned, the whole show is concerned, it was all right. It was not Mm. really all that epic, but up until the end when Seth Rollins came out and cashed his case in, which I really did not expect, I mean, that show was just... Okay, it was epic. I mean, it wasn't all that epic, but it was okay. I just can't wait for Raw after Mania, though, tomorrow night. All right. Well, and to me, that's a positive, because now you're excited to see what happens next. WWE wins. WWE wins. Yes. I, I they wanna, always win. They always win. Oh. That's exactly right. I want to thank you so much for calling tonight. Enjoy living in Dickinson, Texas. A uh, a state which yeah absolutely it's got to have better weather than us right now here in Fort Wayne it's like thirty degrees that's why I'm sick it's just awful not better weather than probably you're experiencing right now Jeff what is it seventy and sunny still yeah God I uh... actually it's a little warmer than that oh oh great yeah but I feel you all are trolling me with this WWE always wins stuff so no WWE they won people are going to be psyched for Raw Raw tomorrow night I think mm. is going to do huge numbers. Huge numbers. Oh, I think so. I think people will be interested. Well, people are always interested in the car crash aspect. What's going to happen? Who's going to show up? Whatever. I can't, I can't put it off anymore. We have to talk about this Divas tag. I thought it was good. What are you talking about? Continue. AJ Lee and Page against the Bell Twins. I got to find out. You know what? I got to find out how long this went. Go ahead and talk about this match. What'd you like about it? I, you know what? I, there's a couple things I liked. I thought it was, I thought it made sense for the most part. Um, you know, the the AJ Lee kind of being out of it for most of it kind of hurt it a little bit. But you know what? I love that. I love that uh, Bella's double slingshot suplex spot because yeah, I am I am a Tully Blanchard mark. So, OK, slacker millionaire doesn't want to talk to us. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> um, no, but it was a you know, I thought it was a solid for for a Divas match. It gave them some time. They got to do some moves. Um, I don't think anybody looked too sloppy in it. 
You know, I no, thought it was, it was crisp good. for what it was. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, it wasn't as good as, and, and Mookie will back me up on this, I think. It wasn't as good as, say, Sasha Charlotte from the NXT oh, show, but it was no. still, it was still a solid match, I yeah. thought, especially from these four. And no one thought it would be. The, the one harp I have on this one, and I, I enjoyed it, it went six and a half minutes, which shocks me. It really okay. does. Um, the right Bella was pinned, or the right Bella tapped out, I should say. Yes. Nikki Bella was the one who tapped to the Black Widow, but the wrong diva won in my mind. I think this um, should have been the comeback for Paige, although I know the whole ending of 2014 was about AJ Lee against the Bellas. The story but, now was Paige against the Bellas. Like Paige needed AJ to help and even the odds, but she didn't need AJ to win, and that was my only negative, but otherwise, I thought it was a perfectly acceptable tag match better than average. Well, let me position something else to you. AJ yeah. needed redemption for hitting Paige. And Paige got most of the offense in during the match, and it was always kind of the worrisome. The story was around, oh. would AJ be there to save her when the time came? Yeah. That well, was the story of the right. match. It made sense. And also, the my favorite part is, of course, right <laughs> in the middle of Brie once again going, come on, Nikki. She gets hit and whacked and down. Yeah. That, 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 oh, I popped hard for that. Right. We needed redemption <laughs> from AJ. But did AJ's redemption mean she needed to win? How about just facilitate a Paige victory? Well, since Paige was getting most of the offense during the match and AJ was knocked out, it was, yeah, no, it made sense to me. I, I had no problem with it. Plus, I like, again, the double slingshot suplex. I want that to be their finisher. Please come back. Please get, bring that match, that move back. I Please. gave two and a half stars for those who missed it. Four to Sting Triple H. Four and I a half to Randy Orton and Ten Seth pizza rolls, because that's how many I ate during that time. Ten but, pizza rolls. There you go. Uh, Skill Crane on Twitter says, overall good show. He enjoyed Triple H versus Sting, despite the bait and switch which I don't really think bait and switch is the right term because you weren't you got the match and you got a winner. Mm. Uh, geeked out for the menagerie oh. of characters paraded out. Hold on. Was, was it ever announced that it was a no DQ match well, at any time? I don't remember it being announced. Maybe it was in the very intro. By I Cole. don't remember it at any time other than other than when the match was other than the intro to the match. I meant before the match. Oh, I meant no, 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 on no. Raw or anything. Unless it was on SmackDown or WrestleMania today, which no one watches. That, then it's a bait and switch because we were expecting a one on one between Hunter and, and Sting it's and it still, became it became closer. It's the what was the last match? So there was a match in a WrestleMania not too long ago where it was announced as a no DQ right beforehand. Maybe, yeah, maybe the people on Twitter at Shake Them Ropes can help us, but it was like just two or three WrestleManias ago. No, I I, I remember the same thing. Yeah, there was a no DQ stipulation added right before, and I don't remember what that was, but uh, maybe it was an Undertaker Edge match, possibly. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this one I I don't I still don't know if a bait and switch and still a one on one match, but this Bella's tag, yeah, people, I think people were okay on it. I really do. I don't know if there was anything to be negative on there. Uh, Do no harm, and it did no harm, so I'm fine with it. Ring of Dragon on Twitter agrees with me. Yeah, Paige should have gotten the pin or submission, so Ring of Dragon right now is my big-time supporter because he thinks I'm right on everything, which is excellent for me. Um, Jesus. Rusev and John Cena. You have such a a complex. (laughs) Well, that's undoubtedly true. Continue. That's uh, (laughs) Mania 17, The Rock and Austin was announced as a no-DQ as the entrances were ongoing. Okay. That might be the one I'm thinking about, actually. I thought there was another one sooner, but that definitely happened. I, I remember. Thought there was a, I thought there was a lower card match somewhere. Yeah. Where it was just, I, yeah. I seem to remember that, but I can't. But Mania 17, absolutely, that happened. And then it, and then it played into the finish. That's it why they needed did. it to be a no DQ. That's what I need to remember, but I can't right now. But continue. Sorry. Rusev's Tank versus <laughs> John Cena's America. We have a new United States champion to headline the John Cena Tour. So now we have the U.S. title tour and the IC title tour. 
And we also have your TV. Although Seth Rollins won the title tonight, so now you just have a bunch of champions who are all big names. Maybe the least of which is Seth Rollins holding your big-time title. And John Cena, your new U.S. champion. And not only that, ladies and gentlemen, John Cena is your new linear WWE World Heavyweight Champion for, I believe, the 16th time. And Rusev has been pinned, so they gave that rub to Cena. The second time he has been pinned in WWE, the, uh, the first on television. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He lost to Roman Reigns on a random house show of all people. I remember that. But uh, I was the one who was mad about it, (laughs) which is fine. Roman Reigns was the up and comer. And at the time, Rusev's streak wasn't that big of a deal. Like he was feuding with Jack Swagger of all people, which is whatever. But yeah, Mm -hmm. John Cena won the U.S. title. You had the big pageantry for Rusev. I don't believe this hurts Rusev at all. Like John Cena is the guy who can pin him to where it's not that big of a deal. I think it hurts him slightly, but other than that, I thought you know I thought it was an okay match. I like I liked it a lot. We'll, we'll keep uh, talking about this match. We have uh, Slacker Millionaire on the line. Hi there. Remind, hey, you remind me of your first name because I'm forgetting. Uh, Chris from Chris. Australia. Yes, absolutely. Ah. I remember the Australia part. I just couldn't remember the name. But Chris, uh, how are you doing this morning in Australia? Uh, good, good. Uh, really enjoyed WrestleMania so far. It was a pretty good show. Well, I'm, I'm glad. What was your favorite match on this card? Uh, the main event, I thought, was probably the stiffest main event uh, for WrestleMania ever. Mm. Um, Are you outdoors yeah. right now? No, no, I think I have a fan on just wait. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's got a fan on. How, how warm is it there in Australia right now? Uh, it's about 28 degrees Celsius. I knew, so I I knew it was going to give us Celsius, so I was yeah, already I don't Googling know what that it. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit is. 82. Is that hot? 82. Guys, that, that's pretty warm. That's warm. It's, yeah. it's warm. It's yeah. about where it is here. It's about 85 here. So, yeah. Yeah, I haven't gotten my conversions quite down for Celsius to Fahrenheit. And I never will. Just a warning to everybody out there. Multiply by three and then add eight, I believe. I'll quiet oh, down that's... you. Okay. Celsius <laughs> is so much superior to Fahrenheit, though. It's so much easier. Well, everyone else in the world uses it, which is why America can't, because yeah. it's our way or the highway, buddy. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> That's what Rusev learned tonight. And that's what Rusev learned tonight. Excellent. Best call of the night because you fit that in. Excellent. Um, I, what, do you, what do you think about – I, I want to get your thoughts. So the main event, absolutely stiff. And yeah. a very interesting main event because they kind of did the John Cena gimmick from SummerSlam. But the worry that I had was Roman Reigns isn't John Cena. Like John Cena being the one who was beaten up made that story more important. Roman Reigns is just a guy getting beat up by Brock. I mean am I wrong there, guys? I actually, I think a lot of people agree with this, that Roman's probably worst part of his game is working underneath. And I thought it was pretty good tonight, actually. Uh, he surprised me. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, we need Roman to start surprising people because that's the only way. He's still the guy chasing the title now. So we need people to start building momentum behind him. Well, I think he's got to get a victory over Big Show next month at uh, Extreme Rules that will help build ah. But uh, that was probably the main thing I liked about the ending of the main event is that it opened up so many new avenues. Like, I think they'll do Auden Rollins again for the title, and okay. Reigns will have to do his big run again to get a rematch. That, I mean, that really is an interesting fact, because Orton beat Rollins on this show, so he has a legitimate claim for a title shot. You have the big show who just won the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, so if they want to put him in a main event picture for the title with Seth Rollins, they can. Why else would a big show have won that much? There's there's no reason. Well, he's, he's the big dead. show. Yeah, but he's dead in the water. <laughs> Him and Tana, they're they're just struggling. Just poor, to, and I'm a big show fan. Poor guy. But is the a last, beast whale. 
Note to Rob, he's, he's agreeing with me. Let's That's continue. He, he's, uh, <laughs> he's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling. But And then you also have Brock. You know, Brock made this big to-do about how he's re-signing. Do we think he goes away till SummerSlam? Or is he going to stick around till you know, Extreme Rules? See, I don't, I don't, what do you do at Extreme Rules? Lesnar-Rollins? Uh, yeah, and if so, Rollins has to lose, no? You think so? Especially... I think Dave Meltzer said this uh, this week about how, with what they're paying Brock now, is they have to be very careful with how they present him and uh, how he was going to if he was going to lose to Reigns. I think that's why he wasn't pinned either, I, because they're investing so much money into him now. They yeah. can't he can't be another geek on the roster. He still has to be quite protected. Absolutely, no. A lot of Qu- good points. I, a question. Lot of good points. Actually, I have a question for both of you now. Okay. Since since we're talking about this being the stiffest match on the card, I, I, I feel the need that this is a good time for this question. The aesthetic choice of having Roman laugh off the beating. What did you all think of that? Well, I mean, he was talking about, and Chris, you may disagree, I don't know, but he, the whole buildup was Roman talking about how he would make Brock respect him. So you're this guy who's getting beat up. You know you're getting beat up, but you're not down and out. And you look at Brock Lesnar, this guy across the ring, and Brock Lesnar is wondering, why can't I beat this guy? And you know what? You might laugh at him a little bit. Like, I told you I was going to be tough, and you didn't believe me, and here I am. I just think Roman Reigns watched uh, Nakamura versus Kota Ibushi from the Tokyo Dome and stole that spot from there. Yeah, yeah it could okay. be it. I like my, uh, I like my uh, theory I was, a lot, though. I was just joking, but no, I thought it was good. Like, you <laughs> right. can... You, I don't know if you guys have been in a fight before, but you can take a punch and laugh it off and it can still hurt. I've been in fights, and for those watching on YouTube, not only have I been in fights, but I've won fights. <laughs> I've won fights. Chris, I want to thank you so much for calling. I want to thank you a lot for uh, calling all the way from Australia as I recover from my cough fit and Jeff recovers from laughing at my size and diminutive stature. Cheers, guys. All right. Have a good, have a good afternoon, sir. It's not that funny, Jeff. I've won fights. I love, I love the fact that you had to tell us that you won, as if we we're just going to assume you won. Well, yeah. I mean, who? what else? Twitter, <laughs> quick Twitter poll. If I was to just say I've been in fights before, how many people would have assumed I lost? There you go. At Shake Them Ropes, you can tell me. I'm pretty sure it's everybody. Just everybody. Uh, Mike on Twitter says, I'm happy with WrestleMania 31. I thought WrestleMania 30 was better. My favorite match was the main event. The right guy won the match. Nudge, nudge. So he says Seth Rollins should have been the one to win. And he said something at the beginning, but I forget. Um, so we move on. Mm-hmm. John Cena won that match, by the way. He's the U.S. champion. What did yes. I rate that match? Because I know everyone is waiting with bated breath to find out that I gave that one three and one half stars. Three and one half is your answer for that one. But we move on to another main event, Undertaker. I had, I had finished my pizza rolls by that point. So. Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt. There were a lot of rumors earlier in the day that Bray Wyatt had uh, hurt his ankle in uh, pre-WrestleMania workouts. You skipped something. What did I skip? Oh, the did I rock. skip Did I skip the rock angle? Mm-hmm. The biggest thing on the show? Yes. Before we get to this rock angle, Ring of Dragon on Twitter says... The only man I think you can beat up is Brad Maddox. Nice. Actually, Maddox is pretty jacked. Brad Maddox is pretty jacked. I don't know if you guys stare at Brad Maddox as much as I do, but he's a big dude. Okay. Is that, is that weird? Yes. Yeah. Good looking guy. 
He is. He's he's an attractive fella. Maybe you'll see him at PWG in April. Mm, maybe. 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 He might be out there. Continue. We had The Rock. Actually, that's next week, but continue. We had The Rock interrupting Triple H and this Stephanie week. taking a victory lap over Triple H's win and the fact that the WWE Network was doing amazingly and the fact mm-hmm. that they set a Levi Stadium attendance record, which I thought was funny only for the fact that all throughout the week they were talking about 75,000 people being in the stadium and then announced 69,000. They overcast their own projections or projection that they probably made up anyway. I found a little enjoyment out of that. Just a little okay. bit. Yeah. But anyway, The Rock comes out. He's going back and forth with Triple H and Stephanie. Doing, I mean, any Rock joke that you can imagine him saying, he pretty much did. Mm-hmm. But the main point at the end of the day is Stephanie slaps The Rock. Stephanie says, what are you going to do? Hit me? A woman? And then The Rock finds a woman to assist him. In taking down the McMahons. And that woman sitting at ringside. As the crowd is chanting Ronda, Ronda. Or they're chanting Rousey, Rousey, one of the two. Ronda Rousey hops in the ring with The Rock. To face off with Stephanie McMahon. And Triple H. This was something else. Yeah. I liked it overall. Um, (laughs) Stephanie, of course. (sighs) Ah. Everything's about Steph, but I mean, I, th- I just, I, well, she's very, she's very good at being overbearing and emasculating. I get it. The main point of this thing, the segment at the end, was Rhonda to get one over on Stephanie. So you had to have Stephanie out there as this big overbearing, you know, I, I don't want to say bitch, but bitch, basically. No, and you know, the WWE does this very carefully, as always, because they made sure she didn't say UFC. They said octagon. They said MMA. But they never said UFC. Right. And they never, they did their best to never pan the camera wide enough to show the other three members of the horsewomen as little or as little as they could. And boy, when Rhonda jumped that. uh, They showed them when she came came over. But when they first showed her, they they didn't show them at all. They were just focused on her. Yeah, but no, still. She's the star. Um, She's the star. And boy, was she a star. She was one of the most over people on this show. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and. (laughs) The UFC stars. Saved WrestleMania 31. Fascinating, isn't that? So crazy. I cannot. But, wait of, co- for... but of course, they're on they're on Vince's show, so it's a victory for him. It's victory. They're more over on Vince's show than they are in UFC. That's not true. <laughs> Ronda is not more over in WWE than she is in UFC. Let, she, let's she let's, just let's 60, co- She just had sixty nine thousand. <coughs> excuse me, sixty nine thousand fans chanting her name. Yeah, but she just made millions off of a pay-per-view. That's true. You're right there. So, so yeah. I, I thought Triple H took a nice bump here. Um, I don't know what the heck Stephanie was doing, but okay. It's the arm thing. I don't think they should. This isn't a match. This can't be a match, well, Ronda, is it? Ronda can be. She couldn't be too in, you know, too physical. This can't be a setup for Texas, can I'm it? Wondering, I'm wondering if Ronda's still a thing by then. I don't know if she'll still be fighting. Why is Dana White going to let that happen? Well, because if it happens at WrestleMania 32, she may still not she may not be fighting anymore. It won't be Dana's problem. Okay. But they, I I think they would want to. They would absolutely want to do Ronda and The Rock against Triple oh, H yeah. and Stephanie. Would they not? I mean, that's the biggest match you can do. None of this Brock and Rock stuff. None of this Rock and Triple H stuff. 
I thought for sure they were setting that up for Texas, and I was just like, meh, That's whatever. That's the biggest match you could do as a tag team with those two. Are you kidding me? Especially if Ronda's still undefeated by then. Man, it would be great if they could actually get a woman who could work against Ronda. Stephanie can. Oh, Stephanie can. Whatever. Absolutely, <laughs> Stephanie can. Especially if she's training for that particular match for a year. Uh, Are you kidding? If they have the idea that they want to do that for a year, I have no doubt that Stephanie would be, at that time, the best woman you can choose, aside from maybe two others in WWE, to do that match. Okay. Absolutely. You can be more positive than me on this one. Well, yeah, Ronda Rousey comes out. What a... That's a memorable moment. Another memorable moment right there. Ronda Rousey outshining both The Rock and Triple H. Your big star. I'd much rather remember WrestleMania for matches, though, than those types of things. So, well, you but, still had I some mean, matches on the card. No, you it was, had the it was, no, it was yeah. fine. It, no, I mean, it was fine. It was a fine moment. I get it. I gave that segment six stars. I thought it was more of a... Uh, is Ronda in Furious 7? I think she is, isn't she? She probably is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. I mean, I say probably not knowing at all, but I assume so. Why not? Everybody else is. She might as well be. We want blood on Twitter says WrestleMania 31 was damn good. It provided awesome moments and gave us a lot of story. But I guess Taker is now an enemy of the IWC. I don't know exactly why, unless people are really clamoring for a Bray win there. I mean, do you think the feedback and we're talking about this Undertaker Bray match now? Do you mm-hmm. think there are going to be several out there that are upset that Bray Wyatt did not win? Yes, I think there'll be a few because. Because Bray. <laughs> This is yet another setback. Well, this is a, it's not a Brady. setback. It's not a setback for Bray Wyatt. Okay, Let's end that I, well, right there. I, cu- I cut myself off on that one. Okay, get hold on a second. <laughs> after C- after C- after after Cena, it was a setback. All right, because he needed to win that Cena match. Yeah. Now he's lost to the Undertaker. Now you have to rebuild him again, pretty much. I mean, I don't think you have to I, rebuild I, I think Bray Wyatt. A, I think there's. I think the point of a lot of people, and I think it's a good one, is. You know, you can't build new stars if you keep bringing back the part-timers to win at WrestleMania. That is true. If they're going to win at WrestleMania and the part-timers, absolutely you can't build new stars that way. But in this match, we're talking about Undertaker specifically. I don't think the opponent needs to win. I'm on the camp that Bray Wyatt being in that match helps him just as much. I mean, winning obviously will help him more. But in the grand scheme of things, especially... You were asking me, is there a certain segment that has a right to be angry? I I agree with you on that one. Okay. I think there will be people out there because I've seen some already. I think there will be people that are like that. I just didn't want you shoving words in my mouth. No, no, no. No, I'm just wondering if that is something people should be feeling. This is Vince's world. We just live in it. I mean, I I don't think so. I I don't see. uh, What do you do with Undertaker next year then? Because we were thinking Sting Undertaker, but he can't. It's not put, happening now. No. He can't put Sting against Undertaker now. And I, that match, basically, the Sting Triple H match tonight, basically told me that Sting was in for one match and he's done. I would have liked Undertaker to have taken off his boots and left him in the ring. I oh. thought that would have been a nice and just said this is over and that's it. But I don't know. They need him for Texas. So Joey Mercury has tweeted out the most shit-eating grin picture of Seth, Jamie, and Joey Mercury celebrating. The new WWE champion. Send that to me. You have to go see this, everybody. You have to see this uh, picture from at WWE Mercury. If you go to at Shake Them Ropes on Twitter, I just retweeted it. So mm-hmm. now you'll be able to see it if you haven't already. <laughs> but that is a picture right there, ladies <laughs> oh, and gentlemen. Oh, that's marvelous. That is a picture 
taking one of our final calls of the evening here on Shake Them Ropes, talking WrestleMania 31, 708 area code. What's your name and where are you calling from? What's going on, boys? Uh, this is Greg, a.k.a. Crow Bro from Indiana. Hey. Hi, Greg from Indiana. Are you in Indiana right now, or did you make the trip to WrestleMania? No, no, I stupidly stayed here for the second straight year and oh, no. regretting it. Are you going to come to Dallas? Are you going to come to Dallas next year? Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to. I think I learned my lesson in the last two years. I missed out on a bunch of great moments. So. Yeah. I think I think Dallas, honestly, and I'm going to try to get to Dallas too. I'm maybe, thinking about it. Maybe, I mean, we I, should, uh, maybe we should road trip, Greg. I'm the, but, I'm the moron who, who hey, went up to San Jose and, and came home as opposed yes. to staying staying for yeah, WrestleMania. I, yeah. You have to figure they're going to go all out of next year if they're going to break that. I think next year's the big one. break that record. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I, I think... And, and if they're going through with, uh, you know, Rock, Triple H, and all that stuff, I mean, it's going to be great. Yeah, I think next year, the 30, WrestleMania 32 is going to be the big one. Like, if they bring in, say if Ronda Rousey is in a match, say if The Undertaker does yeah. wrestle Sting, like all these things that I don't think all of them are going to happen, and I really don't think The Undertaker-Sting one's going to happen, but there are going to be some things to try and fill up that stadium. And the WWE oh, yeah. Network one year later is going to be even more important. It's going to be a mm-hmm. big deal next year. But talking about WrestleMania 31... Greg, what were your overall thoughts on this WrestleMania? And what was your, uh, not the most interesting match coming out of it, but what was your favorite match? Like, it doesn't have to be in-ring quality. It could be presentation. What was your favorite match tonight? Um, well, overall, I think it was awesome. I mean, I had low expectations going in. I really wasn't that excited for it. And I, I think every match every match was, at the very least, good. Um, my favorite Oh, man, probably probably the Sting Triple H match. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of smoke and mirrors, but that <laughs> those smoke and mirrors are so great. Um, I, I would add Sting Wand. Uh, that's just my thing. I think it would have pulled a, a better story. Uh, you would have finally put a cap on the whole WCW thing with, like, Sting and the NWO, like, in, in ring celebrating. I mean, those were the, that was the main storyline of that company. Uh, but even even then, like that, that didn't really damage the whole match for me. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, all those guys coming back is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm with you. I I had Sting Triple H as an excellent match. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed, and I was watching this show with a mm-hmm. non-current fan, someone who was a fan of the '90s and the late '80s. And they enjoyed all the run-ins of the DX and the NWOs. They liked this match to be the nostalgia match. Like it wasn't about in-ring, you know, it wasn't about in-ring content. It wasn't about, you know, sting getting a big win. Finally, it was about reliving the, you know, a big part of wrestling in the late nineties. And and the WrestleMania audience is a lot of, you know, last fans or, you know, people that, that were casuals that, you know, just remember those guys particular and I couldn't name like two or three guys on the current roster. So Absolutely. Any final thoughts on the show that you want to get out there before we uh, move on to our main event, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns? Oh, um, yeah, well, that's just great. I'll just talk about that. Uh, the Fonda segment, I mean, I'm not even that big of an MMA fan, but just that that slow, like, camera pan, it's like Rock was walking around the ring. I didn't even yeah. know what he was doing. Uh-huh. As soon as it turned around, I totally marked out. Like, I was with two other guys, and we were just, like, going nuts. It was awesome. Like, <laughs> I... Yeah, because those live obviously knew that Ronda was sitting there. But on TV, unless you were paying attention during the the kickoff show, you may not have seen Ronda well, they, Rousey sitting there. No, they showed her uh, earlier in the in the show. Yeah. 
yeah. she was there, but I mean, I, I didn't expect her to be like absolutely part of it. So right. no, I don't know. I'll let you guys go, but yeah, yeah. Overall, great show. I mean, I'm going to try and be there next year. WrestleMania always delivers, even in bad times at WWE. So I was satisfied for my 9.99 this month. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Greg, for uh, calling in. Uh, I greatly appreciate it. There's another one. WWE, WrestleMania always delivers, and WWE always wins. You know what I liked a lot, and it was just a little accoutrement to the uh, the uh, matches and whatnot. If you looked at the big video boards in the stadium, the black and white graphics of the of the wrestlers during the match. I thought those were really neat. They did Go a back great and look job. at those. I mean, we talk about the setting. They did an excellent job with the setting. I thought the stage was great. It was really weird because on those big outdoor stadium stages, like the wrestlers look so small when they're coming out. Mm-hmm. It's so funny looking, but the play button was great, especially during Luke Harper's entrance with the eye on the yeah. video board and the black ring in the center was the pupil. And that was clever. A lot of clever entrances. You had Rusev with a strong entrance. You had Sting with the uh, drum roll entrance, basically, but not traditional drum roll. Uh, you had Triple H's entrance, a la Terminator, to play into that movie coming out soon. Uh, what was the other one? There was another big entrance. Bray Wyatt. Triple H's tinfoil mask. Yeah, tinfoil that thing. Mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, but hey, okay. the people popped for it. You had the tank, of course. You had the Bray Wyatt entrance. You had Skylar Gray performing. I thought the performance was really good. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't harmful by any means. And nothing on the show. I really don't think there was anything on the show that they put on the main card that needed any more time than it got. So you can't really say that I wish Skylar Gray didn't perform because I wish something was given more time. I would have liked to have seen the tag team match on the main card, but that's me. I don't think you should do matches on the pre-show. I think you should give the guys the rub and get them on the main card. Do yeah, but, do 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 the song during the pre-show. Yeah, even if you take the song out, though, you only have six minutes for that tag match. I like that it gets more time. I would take the fact that it gets more time because let's be real. We're all watching on the network anyway. So WrestleMania was five hours instead of four. Right, but you never consider those matches on the pre-show to be WrestleMania matches when you go through the history of it, so. Yeah, but you got to start. I mean, they're going to, it's what it's going to be. I mean, eventually it's all going to be WrestleMania. You know, if pay-per-view buy or pay-per-view companies start dropping WWE, Mm. it's going to be a five-hour WrestleMania with a one-hour pre-show. It's what it's just going to be. So I'm not too opposed to it. Like they can, obviously they can do what they want. I didn't expect Alundra Blaze to be all tatted up like she was, but that was interesting. But continue. She is, uh, <laughs> well, she's a monster truck driver. What did you? She was a pro wrestler who became a well, monster she looked, truck she, driver. She looked. I thought she looked 180 degrees different than she did last night. Well, that, she was covered up last night. I mean, there's. But, you know, but I mean, the hair and 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 even some of the facial constitution, so to speak. But continue. Well, yeah, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Of course, the winner of this match was someone who was not in it. Seth Rollins is the new WWE champion coming out to cash in towards the end of Lesnar and Reigns when there was only five minutes left, by the way, till 11 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Yes. I was stunned. I was as well. Um, (laughs) I love Roman shoving that fan during his entrance. That that made my night, I think. Did you notice that? He does that. He he doesn't high five fans as he's walking in. He pays close attention to the steps in front of him because he doesn't want to fall. He right. looks like he's deathly afraid of falling or tripping. Yeah. Deathly. But when people get in his way, because they're not fans of his in that moment, they're people who could potentially trip him. He is a guy who will push you out of the way. I do think Roman did lose a tooth off of that close line from Brock, but I think that was a payback for the knee 
to the jaw, being a little too stiff, possibly. Um, yeah, this was a stiff match. This is a this is a mean guys match. I, I I liked it a lot, and even even the the Rollins cash in, I I I, I cringe because I go, oh, what are they going to do? They're going to have Brock pin. I thought he might have lost Rollins. I thought they were going to pin. I thought they were going to have Brock pin Rollins, and it then then all would be nice. But I love the surprise. I, I almost, loved honestly when the first thought in my mind was coming out that Seth Rollins was coming out and that he was going after Brock first. I thought there was a shot that Roman would pin Rollins. So you had the story that Brock didn't lose the title. That's what I was thinking as well. But you still kept Roman strong. You know, it was one of those things. A ring of dragon on Twitter says one last thing. Were either of us surprised Taker didn't come out to the rumored Johnny Cash song. You know, the man comes around was a big theme with the undertaker and undertaker has come out to Johnny Cash before. Uh, were you surprised that he used his own theme and not the Johnny Cash song? No, I wasn't either. And, and I'll tell you why, because um, that way it's less work for them on the network to have to overdub it because they're not going right. to keep it. They, I mean, they're thinking about these things. You can't have all these other songs. You got to keep the entrances because that's, I mean, overdubbing in the future, you would have had it for the one live showing and it wasn't the main event. I mean, I know you can go to the entrances earlier in the card and like those weren't main events either, but I don't think you needed the Johnny Cash theme. I think the theme itself was fine. And you have the Undertaker entrance because that's what people will react to. And the man comes around. That song really isn't like a pro wrestling entrance type song. No, it was great for a promo video. Great for a promo video. But that, yeah, I thought the Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns match was pretty good. Yeah, um, I did too. Obviously not as good as the Cena match, even though it was a very similar story. And it wasn't good as the other triple threat. So, yeah. Right. It wasn't as good as the triple threat. And of course, we only had a triple threat for four minutes. True. And Seth Rollins gets the win. So there's a ton of things they can do on Raw tomorrow night. Not only programs for Extreme Rules, but we have a new champion. And they won't have Rollins, so that'll be interesting, too. We didn't have a champion that lost the belt. What are you talking about now? I don't think they're going to have Rollins because he's going to be live in Studio New York. He can be live in the morning and fly right back. God, that's a day. Okay. It absolutely is a day, but you know what? You're the WWE champion. You know, I could see them thinking that. Yeah, you're the WWE champion. Suck it up. I think John Cena wouldn't make that flight. He's done it before. Absolutely, he'll be on the show tomorrow. Actually, on a private plane, that wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, he'll be he'll be on the show tomorrow in some commercial. Way. That would be a bitch, but <laughs> yeah, he's going to be shuttled back and forth. He's probably going there right now. You know, okay, he's yeah, probably doing that. Do okay, a, I can whole, see that. Then. Do a whole bunch of morning radio somewhere as the new champion. But you have a ton of stories that can happen. I I just don't think. The Big Show won on a pre-show, and Sting lost his match with Triple H. But aside from that, I don't think there's a lot of negatives that people not only can harp on, but even bring up with all the positives on this show. Like, there just weren't a ton of negatives at all. I think tomorrow's surprises are going to be who's going to debut, who are they going to bring in, and who gets the first shot at Rollins. Because you have have Orton, you have... Reigns, but I think Reigns is going to get put over with Big Show. I agree with everybody who says that. And you have Brock. He very Reigns could very well go with Big Show as a short program. Very well could, because I don't know if Brock Lesnar is going to be back for Extreme Rules. And but what do you do with Seth Rollins? I mean, to me, you would do Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Like that was that would be your match. Hold on, let me ask you something because I forget this. Where did they decide to put Elimination Chamber? Or did they just decide they, to make it a match that they put somewhere yet. else? It's not anywhere yet. They may put it at Extreme Rules. They very well could. But yeah, you only have three legitimate people who should go in that. You have Big Show, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns. 
Orton. Oh yeah, that's true. Les- Lesnar. Well, I don't think Les. Yeah, if Lesnar's there, yes, they could do that. But wouldn't that be a waste of Brock Lesnar? Really? Brock uh, Lesnar's not doing these multi-man matches. He's under contract now. Yeah. So you well, might as he well. He was under contract before too. Yeah. But he got for three years this time. Yeah. And not they- one. He's been in WWE since 2011. All right. I'm just saying. 2012, I should say. He was under contract for three years. Off topic, did you see the ad for the uh, new slate of WWE Network shows? Yeah, we're going to talk about that on Tuesday because they're okay. they're making the legitimate announcement. Uh, excuse me. Legitimate announcement tomorrow at noon Eastern. There is a lot to talk about. We will about talk about that. Talks. We will talk about that on Tuesday. The new shows, the WWE Network subscriber number. Uh, follow at Mookie Ghana on Twitter. I'm sure he'll have uh, things to say on the WWE conference call tomorrow. But yes, mm-hmm. they are announcing the network number as of today. On a conference call tomorrow at noon, we will be back on Tuesday with a new Shake Them Ropes talking that, the Raw after Mania, and whatever fallout from WrestleMania 31 we have tonight. A uh, big show coming up. I want to thank everyone who listened live at ShakeThemRopes.com. I want to thank all the people who had called in and tweeted at us tonight. Uh, I hope everyone had a positive experience with WrestleMania tonight. I know I did. Uh, it was a positive show to me. It was a thumbs up. If you just want to give the thumbs down, thumbs up. And by mm-hmm. the way, I wrote it, I rated uh, Brock Lesnar. And Roman Reigns, how many did I? How many snowflakes did I give that one? As it's very important, um, I gave it two and a half because I'm a negative Nancy on that match. We're not doing a, a match from the list on Tuesday, are we? No, no, we're not gonna have time. Okay, that's why I figured. there's gonna be too much to talk about. With just wanted to tell the listeners, yes, don't thank you. don't watch the match and expect us to be talking about right. this. We will continue. You, you have a week. We will continue with our WWE Top 100 Network countdown on April 7th. I believe is the next one that we will do. Uh, so go to WWE's top 100 list at shakethemropes.com. It's linked above so you can uh, find out what those matches are in order. Uh, shakethemropes.com, voicesofwrestling.com. Go listen to our past shows there at voicesofwrestling.com. Uh, I want to thank everyone again for listening, tweeting at us. Uh, unless there's anything else you have to say, Jeff, this was a fun night. Thank you for doing the show with us tonight. And uh, let's see if we can all get to WrestleMania 32. And I, if we're still doing this podcast, which I hope we are, and we all make it to WrestleMania 32, Live podcast in Dallas has to be a thing we do. I only have one thing to say to end the night. What do you got? Suplex City, bitch. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.